We all have potential to be great. Some of us get disappointed or dejected by the hurdles or failures we encounter on the way and give up on our dreams. This is the podcast about resilience, go-getter attitude, and motivational stories of people who persisted in the face of difficulties and ultimately triumphed in the life. Here I share with you the experiences that I collate from my life, from the life of my friends and hope that you will be able to benefit from them as well. So come join me on Go Beyond with AJ on this episode number three, where we are talking about a topic that can be very close to your heart and maybe amusing one too. Do you remember your boss? And if you do, then which one? While you listen to my talk, think if you have worked under or with a leader, with a boss, and if you remember him or her. Most of us have worked in so many different companies and we had the opportunity to work under with so many different kinds of leaders. We remember some of them. We don't remember some and do not want to remember the others. Then the question comes, what is it that makes a great boss? Who should be classified as a great boss? And what are the characteristics? Is it intelligence? Is it hard work? Attention to details? Vision? Being finance savvy? Or something else altogether? In today's corporate world, boss has to traverse the chasm between being a manager and being a leader. He has to be not only someone who can ensure delivery, but also someone who can guide when the need be. Boss is the closest and most readily available mentor that we can ever get. And if you are lucky to have one, you should truly feel blessed. This reminds me of a Hindi couplet that I had read long time back and that stuck with me till now. It goes something like this. Guru Kumhar Shishya Kumbh hai Gadi Gadi Kaadhe Khot Antar Haath Sahar De Bahar Mare Chot Listen to this once again and if you are familiar with Hindi, you will get it. Guru Kumhar Shishya Kumbh hai Gadi Gadi Kaadhe Khot Antar Haath Sahar De Bahar Mare Chot What this basically means is that a boss or a mentor is like a potter. And if you see a potter in action, you will see that a potter very gently, subtly and persistently chisels away the imperfections. But while he is hitting with the hammer at the outside, he ensures that he has a hand inside the pot to ensure it does not break. And that analogy should hit home. Because as a boss, 
when you are driving your team to achieve something to achieve the perfection to achieve the excellence to achieve something which looks impossible and when you are stretching them are you putting your hand inside to support them as well if you do not put the hand inside like a potter and if you keep on hitting with the hammer from the outside the pot might break as boss and as leaders we are expected to stretch our people to help them achieve stretched targets stretched goals to push them out of their comfort zone and which is the right thing to do that is exactly what a leader is supposed to do that is exactly what a boss is supposed to do you got to stretch people you got to make them believe in themselves you got to help them achieve something that they earlier thought was not achievable but while we do all this we also must ensure that we provide the guidance and the support wherever it is required we must ensure that they do not reach their breaking point so as you stretch your team please ensure that you guide them you counsel them you support them you let them feel that they are not alone on this journey i read somewhere that a mind when stretched to new limits never ever goes back to original dimensions that is what a leader does one of the questions that i always ask myself is am i being the boss that i would like to have and that is the best criterion any one of us can have many of us we complain about our boss and many of us are also responsible for the teams that we have the question that we need to ask ourselves is am i being the boss that i would like to have and when you ask yourself this question this puts everything in the right perspective as leaders we must be inspirational we must walk the talk we expect our boss to understand us without understanding our teams we expect our boss to be considerate are we being considerate to the team we expect our boss to understand our concerns and aspirations do we understand the concerns and the aspirations of our team so as leaders we must walk the talk as leaders all our actions are looked through a magnifying glass a magnifying glass not only does our team look up to us they also exaggerate everything we do there is this halo and the horn effect when you do something nice that gets exaggerated too and god forbid if you do something wrong that gets exaggerated too so you got to be very very careful as leaders people are looking up to you they are looking at you very very closely what you say what you do how you interact everything is being looked through a magnifying glass everything is being exaggerated this basically means that there is very little room for any kind of error as a leader any lack of synergy between our speech and actions would be picked up and exaggerated and that is why the significance of walking the talk that is why also the significance of being humble 
humility is one of the hallmark of a great leader as a boss as a leader you are not expected to be perfect but as long as you are humble as long as you have the humility to accept wherever you do not know something wherever you have made a mistake trust me your team will always stand by you and we should also remember that this very famous line and many a times i think that you know we should just this this is the motto of any kind of team management any kind of people management and listen to this very carefully your people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care you can be the domain expert you can be the genius you can have an iq of 160 plus but your team does not really care until they know how much you care for them so your people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care just because you are a subject matter expert just because you are a veteran just because you are a domain expert your team does not care but once you show that you care for your team you will start seeing the respect in their eyes for you that is where the real bonding starts that is where the real synergy starts that is where the real symbiotic relationship starts do you care enough for your team and 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 this this quote basically talks about one of the most important qualities that any boss should have your people will remember you as a boss when they know that you cared for them as humans they are not just one liver in the in in the assembly line they are not just one resource that should be exploited they are humans too and i have seen examples of employees going out of their way to accomplish seemingly impossible feats when they knew that their boss cared for them and trusted in their abilities when they knew that their boss had their back when they knew that they could count on their boss machines alone don't work humans make them work and we can talk about being professionals as much as we want but there is no denying the fact that employees are ultimately humans and they come with their own emotional baggage as boss and as a good boss we need to be high not only on intelligence quotient but also on emotional quotient how good is your eq if you are talking to your team and team is not responding to you can you sense they are uncomfortable if you are having a town hall and nobody asks you a question or gives you a comment or a feedback did you really convey the message well does it really concern them did you make that clear to them was it a monologue was it a one way traffic think about all this and then you will realize that the boss you remember the most is also the boss who cared for you the most and trusted in you the most and was concerned about your concerns your aspirations the most 
What are the touch points that you have? And is your touch point one way street? Is it just you talking, telling them what to do? Or are you also asking them? And then this is this very, very famous concept of ask versus tell. Do you tell your team what to do? Or do you ask them? Do you tell them why to do it? Or you just tell them to do it? Your team must feel more competent and better about themselves after talking to you. That is the difference between a manager and a leader. I had read somewhere that when I talk to a manager, I feel that the manager is important. When I talk to a leader, I feel that I am important. How does your team feel after talking to you? Does your team feel that you are important? You are the big boss in the industry? You are the big man in the organization? Or does your team feel that they are important? Their contributions, their services are being valued and you acknowledge them. So are you being a good boss? Think about this once again. When I talk to a manager, I feel that he is important. When I talk to a leader, I feel that I am important. Are you making your team feel more competent and better about themselves? It is not to say that you have to lead them up the garden path. You have to give them a false belief or a false conception. And you, you have to make castles in the air. What instead we need to do is to guide them with the experience and the line of sight that we have. Most of the time they don't have the big picture. You have the big picture. They must hear from you what they are doing well and where they need perhaps a course correction or a guidance. And this should not happen just at the appraisal time once a year. In fact, if appraisal time is the only time that you talk about such issues, I would say there is a lot of room for boss and subordinate relationship to improve. How frequent is your touch point? Do you talk to your team only when you need some delivery to be met? Only when some timelines are getting missed? Only when there is a feedback or a complaint or an error? Or do you also talk to them as a human? Do you ask your team about his or her personal life, family life? What are, what are some of the concerns that he has outside the work? At the end of the day, we all are humans. However professional we can be, if there is something that is tugging at us, that's something that we are bothered about because of our personal and family life, we can't leave that alone. That somewhere will impact our work, our concentration, our attention. And if as a leader, as a good boss, you are not able to acknowledge that, somewhere that optimal performance will be lacking. We should also watch the quality of interaction that we have. Do I connect with my team, burst on a pedestal and treat them as lesser mortals? I am the big one. You are the lesser mortals. Or do we connect as humans? How much do we know about each other? Do you know what his or her likes or dislikes are? What are his or her dreams? Maybe 
Maybe he or she has a family dream, a personal dream, a dream about the kids, a dream about parents, a dream about a house, maybe even a dream about a big car. Is there a part of his or her personality or his skills that are not getting better leveraged in the organization? Are you just bothered about the tasks at hand? Are, are you bothered about making him a better person, a better professional, ensuring that he gets the kind of job satisfaction that he is looking for? What can you do about that? Can you at least bring to the notice? Can you at least acknowledge that? A boss should not only help the team accomplish seemingly difficult tasks, but also ensure that the team gets due recognition and visibility once that feat is accomplished. Do you go out of your way to acknowledge that? Even a simple acknowledgement goes a long way in ensuring that that performance, that excellence is repeated. It would take a bad boss to hog all the limelight and usurp all the credits. More often than not, your bosses are looking for how many leaders can you create under you. Are you the one-man army taking all the credit, trying to show that you can do it all, completely competent? Or are you able to create a support system, an ecosystem where there are many more leaders being developed? There is a saying that a leader is known by how many leaders he creates and not many, not by how many followers he has. Who are working with you? The people who are working with you in your team, are they leaders, potential leaders, or are they just your followers? And if they are only the followers, maybe it's time to question that are you being a good boss? Are you being a good leader? When you give the credit and the visibility to your team, you send a message out that you are worth being a boss and a leader and that you can provide the much needed leadership pipeline to the organization. So next time when you interact with your team, acknowledge their contribution, their importance in the system, in the organization and reflect and introspect. Are you being the boss you would like to have? Thank you very much for listening. I hope I could raise some questions for you. I hope I could give you some inputs, some guidelines that should be helpful at work. And if you found this podcast useful, I request you to please subscribe or follow wherever you are listening. Share this podcast with your friends or family who might benefit from these insights. I am also available on Twitter with Jha underscore Alok as the handle and on Instagram with ALOK9269, Alok9269 for any additional feedback or query that you might have. Glad to be with you and wish you all the best.